Hello, I'm Jasmine, an OSU student from Maryland. I'm so excited about Taylor Swift coming to Ohio Stadium on July 7th. I can't wait to hear the special Taylor Swift Arena Guy Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Ruttelberger, starting right now. All right, Dave, we're back again. I don't want to let her down. That seems like high expectations, I know. right? I know. I'm very excited about this. Uh, uh, our next uh, Arena Guy backstage podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Ruttelberger. And this one is all Taylor Swift. Yeah, right. If you're planning to go to the show, if you're not planning to go to the show, maybe you'll enjoy it too because lots of great information here about Taylor's history in Columbus and what to expect, you know, at, at a stadium-sized show here here in, uh, in Columbus. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about some of her honors or some of her achievements over her you know, it really isn't that long of a career, but she's accomplished more than most people have been in the business for decades. <laughs> that would include us, right? <laughs> that would include us. And uh, we'll also find out what it's like to set up a show like this at uh, Ohio Stadium. I mean, the, the show is enormous. Yeah, and you know what? And it's also, you know, not, not just what it takes to set it up, but then some of the behind-the-scenes information of, and what you need to know before you go to the show. So it's different. If, you, if you've not been to a show at the stadium, or even if you have been, there is some, is some special information uh, and things that you definitely want to take into account before you come down, and we'll give you all those details here today. Plus, let's not forget forget we are giving listeners a chance to win a rare one-of-a-kind collector's item yeah, of Taylor, Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift, yeah this, yeah. is this is something you're not going to find anywhere else, so very cool stuff. So we'll give you details coming up. You know, Taylor does have a pretty solid history in Columbus. You know, she, this is a great market for Taylor uh, and, and a great city, and she has always included Columbus on, on her tours. But I mean, going back to the going back to the very beginning of her of her career, you know, when she was just an opening act, uh, it's why I always say, you know, when you get when you buy tickets for a show, you know, get there early because you never know what superstar you're going to see on stage first. So I, I'm always a big fan, and always like to see who, who's out there on stage. It, it's very true because every headliner was an opening act at one point. Absolutely, um, she. It, she had a hit record called Tim McGraw. That was so cool, right? Yeah. Because I remember that when that, that song hit the, hit the radio to think that, you know, when you're singing a song about another artist, kind of like Eric Church doing with Springsteen or, right. or that kind of stuff, it, it's always a kind of thing. And then and she worked with Tim McGraw then, right? Yes, she was on the very first uh, Soul to Soul tour, <coughs> excuse me, with Tim and Faith. And uh, she helped open Nationwide Arena in September of 2000. Wasn't that long ago, right? But <laughs> it was it was great. And uh, you know to see the way that she was an opening act. She also uh, opened for George Strait. Right. Too. Am I correct in that? I forget what year that was. Uh, I'm not. I think that was 2007. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah so so and, and and the opening act thing. Uh, a lot of artists are thrilled to be opening acts, uh, just to get their get out there, get their name out there, get their uh, music out there. It was really, truly, maybe more so than most opening acts, a real strategy for Taylor Swift. She did not want to headline too early. So part of her strategy was to tour with these major artists, get her music out there, and really kind of refine her talent and her uh, her musical, uh, you know, on stage uh, presence and all that. And she did that. She wanted that on purpose. That was and part of the strategy. And it was such a smart move because it's one of the things that I've heard from so many people who go to a Taylor Swift show. Because you know, people are going to the Taylor Swift show because they are either a fan of Taylor Swift or because you're taking somebody. You're either going on a date or maybe you're <laughs> picking one of your kids or something, or you're taking your wife. And they go, and I hear it again and again. People say to me. Wow, that was a really good show. And when you see her perform live, it's just it's 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 one of the, she's one of those artists, kind of like Bruno Mars, where it's beyond the music. That performance is just that that next level. And I think a lot of that came from earning your stripes on the road. I think, she, and and she has done that for sure. She has been, in addition to opening, she has headlined uh, five times, and this will be at Ohio Stadium on July seventh. Would be her sixth time headlining yeah. in Columbus. Every major tour solo tour that she's had, headlining tour, I should say, she has played Columbus. And and uh, not to get too much into, you know, the behind-the-scenes scoop, but... But that's uh, what but we that's do. What we do, right? Yeah. It's the Backstage Pass podcast, <laughs> right? But one of the neat things, and I want to talk about her different dates here, but I remember talking with Taylor's dad uh, backstage at one of the shows. I believe we worked together. And and he, and he was saying, you know, what's amazing, and even, even to him, he was saying how amazing it was how each time she comes back, the response has been bigger, and they think that this is as big as it's going to get, and then it gets bigger, and it's been uh, it's been quite a run. So started off right uh, playing at the, at the Schottenstein Center. Yes, uh, July seventeenth, two thousand nine. It was her fearless tour. There was a country group group called Gloriana. Yep, oh, as the opener, as the opener, and Kelly Pickler. Kelly Pickler, American Idol's own. Yeah, <laughs> and she opened uh, then, and uh, then on June seventh, two thousand eleven. 
on her Speak Now tour. She played Nationwide Arena for the first time as a headliner. Yeah, and that was a neat tour. The one thing I, I remember about that one specifically is she took the backstage area and she turned this room that was just this bland, like, conference room, you know, with white, just plain white walls, and she turned it all like, it was like almost like stepping into, like, some scene out of uh, Lawrence of Arabia or something. It was just drapes everywhere, and it, you, the room was completely unrecognizable. But it was like you'd stepped into this tent in the middle of the desert and all these colors, and it was just so neat. And that was the first time that I actually got to, got to uh, meet Taylor in person. And what really struck me is was when I watched how she interacted with the fans. And from, from that moment on, I watched, you know, how she, you know, when she would, she wouldn't just smile and pose for the pictures, but she would actually remember like her getting down, you know, on her knees to talk to kids, right, when they were there, because she knew what a big moment it was for them. And it was just so great to see that the person that, that she is on stage, the person that she is in interviews, a lot of times those artists aren't that person backstage, no. as you can attest to, right? Uh, it's part of their image she, building. Yeah, you know? she, she's, the, she's the real deal. So that, and that was, that was a great show. I don't think there's an artist that's any better than Taylor Swift in relating to her fans, including her fans, and making the fans feel really special. Absolutely. Then uh, she followed the Speak Now tour. Uh, with the Red Tour, May 8th, 2013. She played Nationwide Arena. I was there for that show. And listen to this opening lineup. The opening acts are getting bigger. A Florida Georgia line yep. and a new young act named Ed Sheeran. Right, and this was crazy because yeah. I, I specifically remember, uh, you know, uh, obviously Taylor was huge. Florida Georgia Line wasn't even an announced opening act. It was just kind of like a bonus with the show. And then Ed Sheeran, I was thinking... This kid with a guitar, right? He's going to come <laughs> out here, and he's going to play to the, these 18,000 fans here with just his guitar. He had no band. Right. And he came out, and he opened up with a cover of Black Street's No Diggity, right? And just <laughs> captivated the whole audience. And it was great. And then set up Taylor for her uh, 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 Red Tour. Backstage, she did the uh, Club Red. It was kind of had right. more of a, a club vibe to it, uh, which is really neat. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And so when Ed Sheeran played two dates at Nationwide Arena, was it last year? I believe it was last October. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think um, I happened to mention to him that uh, the last time he played Columbus was opening for Taylor Swift, and it brought back lots of memories for him. He just really remembered that show and all that Taylor Swift did for him at the early part of his career. Yeah, you know, he wasn't just an opening act. She actually brought him out as part of her set too. And yeah. I remember them coming out to the B stage, playing in the uh, the, the back half. That's that's the second stage. It's kind of out in the uh, the crowd. They call that a B stage for those who don't know, right? And and Taylor and Ed came out there, and I remember them going out and doing an OHIO with the crowd, and yeah. people just loving that. And and <laughs> the chance, like you either you were there or you weren't, right? That's the thing. That's why you got to see it live, right? Because what a what a rare moment to be able to see, you know, Taylor and Ed playing together uh, in an arena. Right. Then the next time was very memorable, too. Uh, she played two days, uh, September 17th and the 18th, uh for the 1989 World Tour, her special guest. What what year was that? I forgot to write down the year on this. But Gosh, this was just this uh, a couple 20, years ago. 20, uh, this was 2015. 2015, yeah. yeah. With uh, Vance Joy, and then in each concert, she had a surprise guest. She brought somebody on to sing a duet with her, and uh, one of them at the same time we had 21 pilots at the shot. Yeah, right. On the same night, so she brought over the lead singer of the group, Echo Smith. And uh, she came up on stage and surprised the girls, uh, surprised the fans, I mean, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> and, and sang a, a duet. Didn't they have a, their hit record was Cool Kids? Uh, I think it would take your word for I it. I think it was, yeah. I, I could sing it for you, but. So that brings us to July 7th, coming up here in just uh, not too long from now, the Reputation Stadium Tour at Ohio Stadium. First stadium tour for her, first time uh, we will have her in that capacity. And, and like her father told us, each tour literally has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, from the two nights, where else do you go? So immediately the conversation started of, of Taylor, you know, you've got the support here in Columbus. Uh, let's do a stadium show. And and for the most part, the stadium shows uh, for Taylor are almost all NFL cities, except for what, two? Yeah, I think believe there's only two, yes. So Columbus, because of, because, and, and this is really it, because of the fans, because the fans show up, they buy the tickets and come to the show, that's why we're able to bring her back. And uh, very excited to have her at the, at the shoe here on, on the 7th uh, with uh, Charlie XCX and Camila Cabello, who's on the cover of the new Rolling Stone, right? Oh, is that right? Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Just, just, uh, just dropped in my mailbox. So, so many, it, it's, it's going to be a big, big night. 53 concerts on this tour, 40 in North America, including Columbus, 6 in Europe, 5 in Oceania, 2 in Asia. It'll conclude November 21st in Tokyo. And just a couple of quick reviews. I mean, the reviews have been phenomenal. 
Uh, the Arizona Republic said there are many moments in the course of Swift's performance that felt like she was playing to the back rows of the stadium by simply sharing with her fans. Uh, they also commented that the tour production uh, was amazing, and Taylor's connection with the crowd is mostly mentioned in all the reviews as well. And 303 Magazine said her tour broke new ground and set the bar high for future stadium tours. The reputation of this show burned its way into the history books. Oh, so, I see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen, you know, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, right, but I've seen a little bit. Uh, uh, giant snake is all I'm gonna say. Okay. Giant snake, you know what I'm talking about? That it's it's gonna be uh, it's <laughs> gonna be crazy. So uh, uh, it's again, it's gonna be one of those shows that either you're there or you're hearing everybody talk about it the next day. It's just gonna be huge. It is going to be huge, and very much looking forward to this uh, concert, July 7th at Ohio Stadium. Uh, coming up after a couple of highlights of upcoming shows, we'll find out what it takes to get Ohio Stadium ready for Taylor Swift's July 7th concert. Are you ready for it? Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium Tour. Saturday, July 7th, Ohio Stadium. Taylor Swift. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New album Reputation available everywhere. Produced by Messina Touring Group and AEG Presents. Fallout Boy Media Tour 2018. Get ready to ride the wave. September 9th, Nationwide Arena. With Machine Gun Kelly, plus a special guest. Tickets are on sale now. Available online at LiveNation.com. New album, Mania. Available everywhere. And, of course, you can get all the event and ticket information you need at theshotensteincenter.com and nationwidearena.com. And don't forget to follow the Arena Guy on Facebook, on YouTube, and Twitter at underscore the Arena Guy. You know, we've been talking today about Taylor Swift coming to Ohio Stadium on July 7th. And here to give us behind the scenes of what it takes to put on this massive production is production manager Aaron Thomas. How are you, Aaron? Good. How are you, Arena Guy? Doing great. We call this show Backstage Pass for a reason, because we want to show people what it's like behind the scenes and what it takes to put on these shows. And, uh, you know, every summer we, d we tend to do a couple of arena shows, or I'm sorry, stadium shows. How is working at Ohio Stadium and putting on shows there different than, say, here at the Schottenstein Center? Well, we can do a, a pretty large show here in just one day at the arena. Um, you know, growing up, I never thought I'd be literally living at Ohio Stadium for about a week and a half. So it's, it's a lot of involvement, but it's very rewarding on a day of show. Yeah. So, I mean, it is pretty exciting to have a, a superstar, the magnitude of Taylor Swift. She's doing 53 dates around the world. And, and then uh, in the U.S., it's mostly NFL stadiums. So to play Ohio Stadium is pretty cool, too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty awesome experience to be in the, the college level and play some of these types of artists in our arena as well as the stage and play some of the markets. So we've talked about Taylor Swift for a long time. How long have you actually been working on this show in one way or another? Uh, we started uh, doing the uh, drawings for the show last summer. So we've been working on it for about a year. Okay. And by drawings, you mean? So we have to uh, scope out the entire the stage, the seating, and everything to, to make it lay right within the facility and make it... Um, make it the best experience for everybody. So we start doing that before we start selling tickets. Okay. And then you mentioned you live at Ohio Stadium for about a week and a half. Is that really true? You're there for that long? Yeah, so we start about a week and a half out before the show. Um, we start building the field cover and all the staging and steel and everything. And uh, when it gets closer to the date, we are working around the clock to, to make it happen and get it back out so they can start another show. Okay, I think a lot of people are curious how the the football field is protected because it's not long after the Taylor Swift show. Of course, we got Beyonce coming up too, but football season's coming up pretty quickly too. Yeah, it's uh, my, one of my number one goals for being over there is to make sure we protect the facility as much as possible. So um, we spend a couple days over there putting down uh, some protective field cover, and we can literally drive cranes out onto the football field and pull the material back up and make sure it's still playable quality. Wow. Cranes on the football field with no damage to the field, of course. I mean, we do stadium shows on a regular basis now, but that's, that's pretty amazing, I think. Fingers crossed. You know, we've had some <laughs> scenarios, and it, it's usually you know, later in the year we always try to um, take extra precautions to make sure that we're ready for the season. But it, 
you know, fingers crossed that we okay. make sure it's protected. All right. And uh, I know you work really hard to make sure that happens. Um, so let's let's talk about what really happens in the beginning. Ten days out, what are you doing compared to, you know, how do, how does it go? How does it progress from uh, ten days out to closer to the show? Well, we start by uh, getting a large truck and we start moving a lot of our arena equipment over there. Staff, we start making offices out of the facility. We prep the the back of the stadium, make sure it's ready to go. We put in tents, we put in shower trailers, catering. Um, all the facilities to make the artists comfortable while they're in our facility and so we can operate out of that stadium and turn it on for concerts. So we uh, start rolling with that and then once we get the field covered down, we start laying out all the heavy steel, um, put the cranes out on the field to uh, put the towers in and then we can go right behind that with production and chairs and concessions and merchandise and all that stuff gets set up for get ready for the artist. So how big is this show? I mean, this show has been described as being this mega production. How, how big is the show? Can you put it in relatable terms to people who are watching this right now? We're hiring stagehands. We need more stagehands. Okay. So to put it in perspective, the largest show that we had in our arena was uh, Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson with 35 production trucks. This show alone has 52 production trucks with a total, with the steel trucks and everything, is 80 semi-trucks. So that's a, it's a, the largest show we've ever had. And then the, the labor call... Um, after you guys go home and go to bed after the show, um, we're going to be working all night long. We have 250 guys that are coming in after the show to tear out our production, and then we start doing all the steel the very next day. And uh, you're talking about living at the stadium for 10 days. How long does it take when the show is over to get uh, Ohio Stadium back to uh, looking like a football field? The goal is to have the field um, exposed and, and uh, ready to be cleaned up. Um, Monday the 9th. So after the show on Saturday, all day Sunday, we'll start working. We'll work overnight, both nights, to get it ready. Wow. It's always been amazing to me that it takes so long to set everything up, but the teardown, is what we call it, uh, goes a lot faster. Yeah, it's a science and an art. There's a lot of people involved. There's a lot of coordination, um, and, and the goal is to you know, fight the weather and do it as efficiently and safely as possible. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of wear and tear on all the guys that are here in town that do a great job helping us out with uh, making sure everybody gets taken care of. But, you know, we have enough people to do it, and we'll take our time and get it out and, uh, as quick as we can. Cool. So for you, what is the most rewarding part of working on a show like this that gets such national and worldwide attention? The, the very best part for any show that we've ever done is when the lights go out and the, and the artist hits the stage. It's, it's, it's all worth it at that point. And you take a breath and say, wow, we did it. And you start thinking about how to get it out. Yeah. It never ends, does it? Nope. All right. Aaron Thomas, thank you very much. Thank you, Arena Guy. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll, get, we'll be back after a few highlights coming up at the Shotstein Center Nationwide Arena. One amazing night of hits with Maroon 5. September 25th, Nationwide Arena. With special guest Julia Michaels performing all your favorites plus new music. Tickets on sale now. Buy tickets at LiveNation.com, the box office, or charge by phone at 800 745 3000. Every ticket transaction includes a copy of their new album, Red Pill Blues, out now. The wait is over. The multi platinum award winning duo Sugarland back on tour for the first time in five years. Still the same 2018 tour. July 12th, live at Schottenstein Center. The undeniable distinctive sound of Sugarland with special guests Brandy Clark and Claire Bowen. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Get ready for Sugarland. Everybody, Garth Brooks here for everything backstage or any kind of private stuff with any of the arenas here in Columbus. Gary, the arena guy, right here. He's got it. Welcome back to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary, the arena guy, and Dave Rettelberger. You know, one of the fun things about presenting the Taylor Swift concert is talking to her fans because they're so dedicated and so enthusiastic about her music and concerts. And I'll tell you, one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans I have ever met is Andrea Stevenson from Columbus, who's actually calling us from her vacation in Hawaii. Andrea, <laughs> good to talk to you. You too. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it, I'm in Hawaii right now, so life is not bad. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> um, what's the weather like there? You have to make us a little jealous. 
Oh, gosh. Okay, well, it's really sunny. It's hot. It's probably about probably about 85 degrees or so. Wow. And, of yeah. course, you're having the time of your life. I am, yeah, but I couldn't pass up this opportunity to uh, talk about Taylor on the podcast with you, so I had to do it. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. So you are such a huge Taylor fan, and mm-hmm. uh, you wanted to call in despite being on vacation in Hawaii. How <laughs> long have you been a fan of Taylor Swift? Oh, gosh. Honestly, it's from the beginning. You know, uh, it's funny because I was thinking about this the other day uh, when MySpace used to be, you know, the thing. Uh, I used to have her song, you know, you could pick like a song on your profile yeah. and mine would just like rotate between Taylor Swift. And at that time, you know, she wasn't as, she wasn't a household name. She wasn't as huge as she is now. Um, and actually somebody I went to high school with, she actually like commented on her post and it was just like the craziest thing to look back at that now. Cause I mean, everybody knows her name. Um, but, yeah, I've been a fan from, you know, from the very beginning. So share with us, I mean, you, you it's safe to say you're a super fan. I mean, you're more than just a casual fan of her music who likes one or two songs. You are a super fan. What is it about Taylor Swift and her music that has made you such a huge fan of hers? You know, I think just because she's so relatable, um, we're also around the same age. And, you know, her music, her lyrics, the Things she posts on social media, you know, with her cats and just things like that. It just makes her seem like a friend more than fans. And I think that's really what she does with her fans is we're like all friends. You know, us Swifties, we all stick together. We all support each other and just things like that. And and really, yes, I'm a huge fan, but also I feel like we're actually friends, which is really cool because some, some people, you know, follow an artist and and they're a huge fan but that that might be all they are is a fan but yeah. they're so great with interacting with fans and just everything she does is she's so personable and uh that's what i really like about her and use the word relatable and that is a word i hear over and over and over again from her yeah. fans and yeah. and what is the music and the lyrics seem to be so relatable is there um, a song or two that that is specifically true for you? You know, it's funny. So, like, some of her old stuff, she has a song called Mary's Song, right? Yeah. And, like, Love Story and things like those. And that those kind of got me hooked. And it's, it's actually crazy. So uh, my boyfriend, well, we just got engaged yesterday, so he's my fiancé. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So... Um, it's funny because every time I listen to Mary's song, I think of him because we actually grew up together. And if you listen to the song, it's kind of talking about how, like, the parents are, you know, like, oh, maybe our kids will get married one day. And then, you know, then they'll be 80 and laughing. And, like, that's kind of how I feel because, like I said, we grew up together and our families have always been close. So um, very relatable on that note, too. Wow. Uh, well, first yeah. of all, I mean, I have to say congratulations <laughs> again. I mean, you go to Hawaii on vacation. Did you have any idea you might uh, get that proposal? I was hoping, but you never know. <laughs> so I, I tried to get it out of them, and, of course, my uh, some of my really good friends helped them out, um, you know, with the ring and different things. And, of course, they they didn't tell me anything. So I was shocked. But, yeah, I'm really happy. Well, that is really exciting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So uh, I know another thing that was exciting for you. I don't know if it uh, raised up her mind with the proposal. Oh, yeah. It was the time you met Taylor Swift. And yes. uh, you went uh, through a lot of effort to uh, be a part of that. Tell us about how you met Taylor Swift and, and, and all the details of that experience. Sure. So another reason why I really just, um, you know, love her as an artist and a fan and a person, she, back in 2010, she did a 13-hour meet and greet. It was in wow. Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> at Bridgestone Arena. I mean, how many artists do you hear of doing a, you know, maybe a few-hour meet and greet, but 13 hours? Like, that's, yeah. that's unreal, and that's her favorite number. So she wanted to do a 13-hour meet and greet. And <laughs> I worked at a pizza shop at the time, and I told my mom and, you know, my family and friends know I'm a huge fan, and I said, can we please go to Nashville and try to meet her? Well, the thing was, 
you couldn't get the opportunity to meet her until, like, you arrived. And then you kind of had to win your way to meet her. So, mm. really, I'm asking to go, you know, six hours to Nashville, hotel, gas, all that, and then might not even meet her. So, you know, I think my mom, you know, she was like, well, what if you don't meet her? You know, like, you're probably going to be heartbroken. And I'm like, yes, but there's also a chance that it could happen. So, let's do it. So, my mom... And I uh, and my sister went to Nashville, and then the uh, next morning, people started lining up at, like, early in the morning. We got there about 5 or 6 a.m., and uh, we waited in line, and then you get into the arena, and they had all these different activities, um, like her tour bus was in the arena, her wardrobe, her bandmates, everything was going on, and it was, like, really fun. Um and then you had you could win tickets to meet her by doing different things. So one of them was to, you know, text the code to this number. So I texted the code, and, it you know, it kind of said try again. And I think you could try, like, every hour. I'm like, hmm. all right, that's okay. Like, we just got here. So then my sister texted, and it's like, congratulations, you won. So at that time, I was about to, you know, pass out because we're about to meet Taylor. And then – uh <laughs> You kind of go sit in a section, and then they kind of, uh, you know, file you guys down there. But um, once we got up there, I talked to her dad, um, Scott, who's, like, a really nice guy. And uh, he was laughing because my sister and I are both pretty tall, and Taylor's really tall, too. So he was like, wow, like, you, you know, he was just commenting on our height and then talking about, you know, us being fans and things like that. Very, again, personable um, in that regard, and then, yeah, we met her, and I think I blacked out at a point. <laughs> I was like, I, I hope my eyes were open for the picture, um, but luckily they were, and I just told her, I, you know, I was, I just said, you know, this is amazing that you do this 13-hour meet and greet, because nobody does this. Nobody has ever done this, and that just proves that you really, like, do love your fans, and you you know, because a lot of artists say, you know, my fans are the reason why I do this. But she she just proved herself that that's exactly why she does this. It's for her fans. And, I mean, she, she acted like we had all day to talk, even though it was, you know, she was there 13 hours. And she actually ended up staying 14 and a half hours or so that day. Wow. And then, wow. yeah. She, no, she, so, so, so tell me when you finally met her, when you looked her in the eye and thanked her, yeah. What was that like for you? Did the hair stand up on your arms? Did you get it really was. nervous? What was that like? I kind of, I was definitely nervous, and it was funny because my sister's like, I'll go first, you think about what you want to say, and then go. And I'm like standing there like Taylor Swift is literally four feet from me. I've waited so long for this. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know, you know. She, of course, she gives you a big hug, and she's like, thanks for coming. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wouldn't miss this. Like, thank you for doing this because – you know, I don't know if I'd ever get the opportunity to meet her besides that. So, I mean, I really just want to tell her thank you, and, you know, nobody else does what she does. So you have seen her in concert many times. Uh, I have. Do you have a favorite tour, a favorite show, or, or, or what? what is it about her shows that gets you so excited? That's, you know what, that's hard to see, say if I have a favorite show. I've seen her... Yeah, I've seen her in arenas, I've seen her in stadiums, I've seen her on all her different tours, but I think what what's the best is like each tour gets better and better. Although like when you when you're there at the tour, you're like how can it get better than this? And then, you know, her next tour, it's just so there's so much going on and the costume changes and just all the work, you know, her and her dancers and team put into it. It's just it's truly amazing. I mean, she's She's the best performer I've ever seen. So what was your reaction when you heard she was coming back to Columbus at Ohio Stadium on July 10th? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so excited. And, uh, of course, I was like, all right, July 7th, I'm marking that in my calendar. I'm not, you know, I'm keeping that day open. And then, uh, yeah, I want to go to the show with my mom, who has gone with me to the meet and greet and the other shows. So we're we're totally pumped. Uh, that's exciting. Of course, you were a fan yeah. of Taylor in the beginning when she was country. How did you feel when she made the big switch to pop music? Honestly, I was excited for it. You know, I wasn't, I know some fans might have been a little nervous or whatnot, but I was excited more than anything because 
I mean, I knew she could do it, and I knew she kind of, like, in a way, paved for other artists. I mean, now you see country artists doing songs with, you know, pop artists, and it's just, it's all coming together, and I think, honestly, she kind of paved that way for them as country artists, and she kind of proved that anyone, you know, you can do what you want, and she just wanted to transform into pop music, and she did it, and I love her, her new album, Reputation, so, yeah, it comes to see I'll have to see them. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift is very much a, a staple on your playlist. She's a very important artist on your station's playlist, isn't she? She is, and I think it's, um, you know, I think it's because she's also family safe, and that's, you know, Sunny 95 and Nick 1079, um, I know a lot of families love that because you can turn that on in the car, and you don't have to worry about, you know, explicit language or anything like that, and, uh, you know, she's a household name, so... Yeah, people love her. Well, Andrea Stevenson, a Taylor Swift super fan, <laughs> who also happens to work at radio station Sunday 95 and Mix 107.9 here in Columbus, calling in today from Hawaii. She just got engaged. I have to say <laughs> congratulations again. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much for being on the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. All right, and have fun at the concert coming up and keep enjoying Hawaii. I will. Thank you so much. All right. Coming up next, Dave and I will share details on how you can win a -a one-of-a-kind Taylor Swift collector's item that's coming up after these concert highlights. See gymnastic stars rise at the U.S. Classic on July 28th at the Schottenstein Center. See the nation's top women's gymnasts compete for a trip to the national championships. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. 2018's Tour of the Year. Journey, Def Leppard. August 22nd, Schottenstein Center. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com, the venue box office, or charge by phone. Two icons, one night. Journey, Def Leppard. You want information on any of the upcoming shows uh, at the Schottenstein Center, Nationwide Arena, or Ohio Stadium, don't forget you can just visit our website, SchottensteinCenter.com or NationwideArena.com. Gary, we got some cool giveaways, right? We really do. I think this is very exciting for a diehard Taylor Swift fan. Uh, it's it's in, in the marketing that you and, and uh, the marketing staff does, we use these stand-ups. Yeah, we create these. So we get the official art from the tour, and then a lot of buildings use these to you know make their... Uh, uh, their their signage or to put their ads on the the website, but we like to go that next step and actually create these stand ups that we put out in the concourse at uh, at shows to kind of say, hey, don't forget you can get tickets for these shows. So they they're a marketing piece that you can't buy them in stores. This is a one of a kind, unique uh, giveaway. It is, and uh, th- they are big. Uh, describe how big these are. Oh, this thing is huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, our, our our Taylor Swift Reputation Tour stand up. This was the original tour art, and. Um, when we made it, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably about five feet tall, uh, about uh, uh, four feet wide. This, this thing is a, this thing's a beast. Yeah, you, so you can use it as a stand-up. Or you could take the backing off and put it on a wall uh, in a bedroom or a basement or something. It would be really cool to have. Yeah, this is definitely a, a one-of-a-kind collector's item. So really want this to go to a super fan. And all you have to do, though, is email at this address, outlook.com. That's all you have to do. But if you want to share why you're a Taylor fan, um, what excites you about seeing Taylor Swift in concert and, and all that sort of thing, include that too, because that's fun. We might talk about it in the next podcast. And uh, so send the email to the arena guy at outlook.com. We only ask two things uh, one, that uh, you uh, send the email, and two, that you can pick it up in our office at the Schottenstein Center. Yeah, it's not super heavy, right? So, you know, I, I like to you know, carry, have a friend with me when I carry these things around, but you can carry it by yourself because uh, it's made out of like a foam core. But it's big, so, you know, you're not, you're not bringing the, uh, the, the, you know, the little car to pick this one up. You need, you need a big one. So if you're listening from New Hampshire and you want to win this <laughs> thing, uh, be prepared to road trip because uh, pick it up in person. <laughs> yeah, because I can tell you, that, uh, Mel, who runs our office, is going to be real mad if that thing's sitting at the front desk more than a day or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is true. It's truly a collector's item. So once again, email us at the arena guy at outlook.com. Now, on July 7th, there will be a stadium full of fans for Taylor Swift, and they will get hungry. 
and they will get thirsty. And how do we know how many hot dogs to have ready? What goes into the preparation for a big event like this? Well, joining us to share his genius is the director of operations for <laughs> wow. Levy Restaurants. Wow. I call him the hot dog man, Chris North. Chris, thanks what? for dropping by. No, awesome. It's, it's great to be here, um, honestly. Uh, I'm humbled to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I would say that in terms of our world, like uh, it's 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 a different world that we play in, right? Um, food and beverage for that many people um, can get tricky from time to time. Yeah. yeah. How do you decide? You literally, as Gary was saying, how do you figure out how many hot dogs do it have on a certain day versus pizza versus chicken tenders? Um, fair question. Uh, for the <laughs> most part, it all kind of comes down to what you're doing. Like in terms of, is it a show? Is it a is it a what type of event is it? Is it a football game or is it a concert? Um, when you think about concerts, most of the time you're talking about a little bit more adult beverage than you would necessarily have hot dogs or, or food sure. in general. So um, making sure that you understand the type of venue that you're going to operate in and then um, having fun with what's the demographic Right. That that certainly plays into the the circumstance. If you have a family show where it's more of um, a Disney on ice or something like that, you know, you're going to have more of a skew towards the cotton candy and things along those lines. And a lot of those Taylor Swift fans have grown up with her. They moved, they became a family when they were 13, but now they're 23. It's Saturday night at Ohio Stadium. <laughs> I, want, I want to have a beer. Can I can I have a beer at Ohio Stadium these days? It. It is actually possible nowadays. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's exciting to especially do it on that type of scale. Um, for the most part, I would say that Taylor Swift and her crowd offers something that you know we kind of have to piece together. We have to think about because the amount of shows that we've had at the stadium is it, just a handful. Yeah, just a few, just a few. So um, it's like one of those where we started the conversation. All right, well, is this kind of like One Direction meets Rolling Stones, and then, <laughs> and that that's kind of a crazy mix, right? Yeah, so, sure. so then we we try to make it a little bit more simple, where it's like maybe it's more like Miranda Lambert from BCS. Let's isolate just that one act and see what kind of information and data so we can pull So you can even narrow it down to like when Miranda Lambert around that time that she was on stage, what kind of. Point of sale is a, an amazing thing. And yeah, but that, even the Buckeye Country Superfest was a little different, though, because people were there almost all day. All day. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just for Miranda as a headliner. She was there uh, surrounded by other acts. Absolutely. Um, so I, I know it's an art and a science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you figure out the demographic. How mm -hmm. in the world, though, do you figure out how many hot dogs you need? Because you don't want people to be upset that you've run out of hot dogs or yeah. you've run out of beer even, or, or anything for that matter. So how do you, and, and you don't want to over predict or under predict, it, it really is a so challenge, I'm sure. Yeah, um, the first way we look at it is breakdown of what type of category we're looking at. So in this case, we're, we're thinking somewhere around the neighborhood of 65% is going to be adult beverages. Okay. Um, and wow. then, then we then we look at it like, okay, well, fifteen percent is probably going to be the NA beverage category, and then twenty percent probably food, and you kind of have to factor that in with sixty-five to seventy um, different locations that it needs to be distributed to, um, and you factor in. Um, the offerings that you have in those locations, making sure you don't have too much because you don't want to slow down speed of service. Nobody is coming to Taylor Swift to wait in a line. Nobody wants That's to do it. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> um, and so we always try to factor that into the equation um, and making sure that we have the right ratio of points of sale open to the amount of people. You know Taylor Swift is going to bring a few friends with her, um, probably 50,000 of her closest. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but um, with that being said, we need to make sure that we have what we need where we need it before it needs to be there. What, what do you think fans should know when they're coming down? Like, I mean, should you come down? Is it better to have cash? Is it better to pay with credit card these days? Is there Apple Pay? What is what's what are the things that, that fans should know before they get to the show when they're when they're thinking about because they're getting down there early, right? They're going to spend the evening. They're going to be hungry for dinner. What, what do you think people should know? Is there just one stand you should go to, or are there different stands offering different things? Just kind of like give me that heads up, the quick info that that I'm showing up. I need to know what I'm going to do for dinner. Well, I can tell you in terms of food offerings, we're going to have 
anything, whether it be from barbecue all the way to your standard hot dog. Like, it'll be across the board. We uh, we team with a lot of local partners. Okay. Um, so we'll have euros and and anything across the board. Uh, we, we have a great relationship with Dos Hermanos and, and some other local partners that, that make it good. Um, and that's just food. But I can tell you guys... What I'm excited about is the specialty cocktail for this event. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. So when we talk about um, what people are going to want, so we, we came up, we teamed with Watershed. Um, they have been a great partner with us. Um, they, they help us develop specialty cocktails for all of the shows that we have. Um, and so with Taylor Swift, um, we came up with a cocktail called Rosé All Day. <laughs> so, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Um, it's watershed vodka. It's got uh, a little bit of lemon juice. Um, it's got a reduced rosé syrup. Um, which gives it a, a a different flavor than most, and then it's topped off with uh, club soda. So, if I was a fan and I was going out, I would make sure I set aside a a, a couple dollars for just that cocktail. <laughs> and then and then just kind of saying, uh, cash, credit, uh, Apple Pay. What do you guys do? We accept it all, um, except for Apple Pay. Unfortunately, okay. no, we're not there yet. Yeah. But um, in terms of cash or credit, should be available anywhere. Okay, good to know. Very cool. And uh, I'm just uh, stunned at the variety that you are offering, including beverages, but, but euros and all that stuff. It's no longer just hot dogs and popcorn and a soft drink at a concert. The world has advanced. Yeah. So do you have numbers? I asked you to bring some numbers. Do you have any numbers you can share on? Uh, I mean, do you have any numbers on how many hot dogs you in terms of yeah no no absolutely in terms of the world of tube meat we probably want to have somewhere around the neighborhood of 12,000 available is that right yeah it's it's a it's usually a popular item but um i would venture to say like soft pretzels are going to be a big mover as well um i can tell you that when we're talking about beverage distribution um we uh we probably are going to dance somewhere around the neighborhood of 45,000 adult beverages. Um, Now, that also means that because of the amount of distribution points we have, that maybe having 60,000 on hand is a better idea. Um, And with it being a concert, it adds a different... I, I, a challenge, for lack of better terms, because we lose a lot of our storage locations based off of where the stage needs to go, where the artists need to be, like all of those fun things. Um, so we have to set up a, a different warehouse altogether when it comes to concerts over at the stadium, which adds another challenge. I so. know. It, it's just amazing. I mean, you just don't, the day before the event, run to Kroger and buy a few packages of hot dogs and put this thing together. There's a lot of planning that goes into it Absolutely. and uh, a real strategy. No, and, no, no. And, and you kind of know from previous events, too. Mm-hmm. You, History a, repeats yeah, itself. Yeah, you've got a whole, uh, you, you, Levy is at other stadiums and other venues where I'm sure you compare notes. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a whole uh, share the playbook that we uh, are able to dabble into so we can take bits and pieces from what other people have done and learn from. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Chris, thanks for stopping by. No, absolutely. It was great to be here. It's uh, just fun to hear all the behind the scenes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be looking for some barbecue. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. So we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. He's getting real hungry. All right, we're going to take one more break as we hear a couple of highlights of upcoming shows, and then Dave will be back to share with us what you need to know before you come to Ohio Stadium to see Taylor Swift on July 7th. That's coming up. Pink, live in concert. Now, due to phenomenal demand, the beautiful Trauma World Tour continues. Schottenstein Center, Saturday, May 11th, 2019. Pre-sale for City Card members available now through Thursday at 10 p.m. before the general public on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Get tickets at LiveNation.com. The number one selling album, Beautiful Trauma, is available everywhere. There's more at PinksPage.com. Are you ready for it? Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium Tour. Saturday, July 7th, Ohio Stadium. Taylor Swift. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New album Reputation available everywhere. Produced by Messina Touring Group and AEG Presents. All right, that that has made me even more excited after talking to our guests here today and hearing 
uh, that uh, highlight. Uh, I'm even more excited for the concert coming up. You know, there's something magic about a stadium show. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, obviously, when Taylor's been here before, it has been a uh, one of those nights to remember. But uh, doing it here in the stadium, man, it's going to be special. It really is. And before you go to Ohio Stadium on July 7th, there are, are a few things you should know in advance. And Dave, you've compiled a very important list of things that fans should know. Yeah, we kind of call this the know before you go, right? This is the info you need to know before you go to the show. It, it, <laughs> and, and and this stuff is is important because it does change from from day to day. So we're just going to run through it all real quick. And then if you're, you're like, hey, no, wait, I, what? More information on the website. If you need information, schottensteincenter.com. Yeah, the show was at Ohio Stadium, and there's some, but but the easiest way to find the information, go to schottensteincenter.com if you miss any of this info. But but here is what you need to know, and uh, some of this info we just got moments ago. So the box office is going to open at 3 o'clock on uh, uh, Saturday, July 7th. Uh, so three o'clock is when the box office opens. If you if you need to get down there on that day, if you're trying to pick up something special, with the the main gates are scheduled to open at 5 p.m. Now this is something that that people often go bananas about because at 5:03 sometimes it doesn't open, right? right? But they are we say scheduled to open. So you know as long as the stage is done, the sound check is go, the security people are in place. It's usually making sure that all the artists are where they're supposed to be and out of kind of the the uh, line of uh, sight. Uh, we need to make sure that everything is ready to go. We get the thumbs up from the tour. Sometimes they let us go a few minutes early, but they are scheduled to open at, at 5 p.m. Now, if you have floor seats uh, or field seats, depending on uh, how they're called, they're often like they have a little code on the ticket to say FLR. You need to enter at gate 17 on the west side or on the east side, if you're coming in that way, uh, gate 24. You do want to make sure you come down early. And uh, we will have, you know, because it, 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 traffic is always, you know, Ohio Stadium, it is what it is, right? But it's one of the better stadiums with all the options around and people coming from different directions. Uh, we will have enhanced security measures in place, all the walk-through metal detectors, that kind of stuff. And there is a lot of what you can and can't bring to the show. It's pretty similar to what you can do at, at a concert at the uh, um, uh, you know, at the arena. So, But if you, if you have questions about anything specific, you know, again, our, our website is the best place to go for that. Now, you want to get down here with your friends and tailgate. You want to get down here and hang out early right before the show. The public parking lots are going to open up at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock in the afternoon is the, the time that the lots are open, and, and that's when you can kind of come down and, and claim your spot and, uh, and get down here early. This is the important information. This is kind of different. This is where technology is changing. In the old days, everybody had a, had a ticket in their hand. But for Taylor Swift, it is mobile ticket entry only. So that means tickets are not going to be emailed. They're not going to be available to print. Uh, tickets must be displayed on your phone, right? So you want to make the right steps. Don't wait down until you get down here to be prepped for that, right? You don't want to. It's just kind of like when you go to the airport. You don't download your ticket there. You do it in advance. So... You uh, uh, go to your Ticketmaster app, which you want to make sure you have in advance. You get your, go to My Events. You put the tickets, send the tickets to everybody else in your in your party, uh, and everybody in your party must be present to enter at the same time. And you just like you kind of do at the airport these mm -hmm. days. You display the mobile ticket to get in. Now again, those details, uh, if you need them, are on the website or. Um, you know, uh, also available through, you know, if you need to call the front desk and have somebody walk you through the process, we will, we will talk you through that too. And, and, you know, you do want to be careful about fake tickets. It's oh, always an issue with big shows like this. Yeah. And actually all shows, and but all shows. it is an issue. So absolutely. my gosh, uh, always be careful to buy your tickets from an authorized agent, which in this case is the Schottenstein Center or Ticketmaster. Right. And that's the, that's, that's for most places, that's the venue or, or Ticketmaster. And yeah. if you're buying them on, on some other, you know, uh, ticket reseller, uh, you know, you're kind of, you're at your own risk mm -hmm. and, and, uh, we got help you. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'll say. Now, if you're taking pictures of your tickets, right, because everybody's always excited on the day that, of. That's true. Don't share the barcode, yeah. right? Because people don't think about that, but you can actually, from a photograph, take that barcode, put it on a, on a, on a ticket and, and scan yourself into a show happens all the time right people don't think technology so, is so incredible now that yeah photo on facebook can uh, lead to a fake ticket so that's just the, that's just the basic information there is the no bag policy in effect that we had in place at buckeye country Superfest. Mm -hmm. we have in place uh you know for any event you go to it at the stadium uh so you want those details you want the parking map uh you want the ohio stadium concert policies again those are all at, at schottensteincenter.com the most common question we're getting right now on on our social media channels okay. is can i bring a sign Right, because Taylor Swift fans they love to bring their big signs right. to show off, glitter and the whole bit. And right, and 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 
the answer is yes. You can bring a sign 11 by 17 or smaller. Okay. 11 by 17 or smaller. And here's my thing, though, because I kind of got into it with a fan. It, I didn't get into it, but <laughs> I, 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 I was, it, just, it upset me on a personal level. At Sam Smith, there was a woman, and she was in the back row of the floor, and she had this sign that she brought for Sam, and she proceeded to hold it up for 10 minutes straight. Ah. And everybody behind her couldn't see the show. Right. Right. And and when the house lights go up and Sam said, you know, hey, you know, everybody, let's see your signs. That's the time to put your hand. But be just be courteous to people around right. you, right? Some some basic respect for the concert goers. Think about if you had somebody in front of you doing that, how would you feel? Right. right? Have so. fun. Have the time of your life, but have a little common sense courtesy. As our super fan was saying earlier, the yeah. Swifties take care of each other. They look out I for each other, do. right? So, <laughs> so just you know, we're all in this together. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun night. And uh, again, all those details, uh, Schottensteincenter.com. All right, and we will also take care of a Swifty as well with the chance to win. So before we say goodbye, I'd like to reiterate the fact that you can win a one of a kind collector's item, a giant stand up of Taylor Swift's uh, Reputation Tour. Artwork, it, it promotes the concert that fans will be seeing at Ohio Stadium. It'll be very cool to see. Yeah, it and says July 7th, Ohio Stadium right on it. Yep. So uh, you're not going to find this anywhere else. And it's one of a kind. So just send an email. That's all you need to do. Send an email to thearenaguy at outlook.com. And all you need is an email and the ability to pick it up should you win. Hey, I'm going to put you on the spot here because okay. uh, that, that contest is awesome. But another thing everybody can do, if, and I, I, I don't see it in our, in our show notes here, okay. um, you're driving down to the show, right? Yes. And, or you're getting pumped up for the show. Are you going to do a, a playlist for this one? Absolutely. In fact, uh, it should be going up within the next uh, – it, it, it'll be up in time of the show, about a week before the show. It'll so be this is uh, it's Spotify, right? Yep, Spotify, the arena guy uh, on Spotify. It'll be Taylor Swift and her special guests. Camila Cabello and Charlie XCX. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, fun. I'm excited. It'll all be included in that, so uh, that'll be great. And that'll help you get – you know, all excited for the concert on your, you know, around the house or your drive in or yep. your drive home to keep the excitement going. Yeah, it's very cool. And, and if you're looking for that link, of course, you can find it there on your social media channel. Right? Absolutely. Yes. The Arena Guy. And you can follow the Arena Guy on Facebook, uh, Twitter at underscore the Arena Guy on YouTube. And of course, we've got our Spotify playlist under the Arena Guy. We are so Looking forward to Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour, July 7th at Ohio Stadium. It's going to be a concert we'll all be talking about for a long time. You know, I, I, I'm embarrassed. I, my job is marketing, right? Yeah. Tickets are available. Oh, yeah. Tell us right. how people can get tickets. You know, it, it's it's uh yeah there are tickets still available, and this is part of if you if you want to get into the weeds on it, there are some great articles. Rolling Stone has done it on on Taylor and how she's changed the pricing of concert tickets and how she's doing some new things. And and you weren't you weren't always able to get tickets in the past. There are tickets available for the show, and if you want them, it's real easy. Ticketmaster.com or the Schottenstein Center box office in advance. And, and I'm sure you can probably get them on this at the on the at the stadium on the day of the show. Too. And the box office opens again. The at box office three o'clock. Three o'clock on, on the day of the show. Yeah, on that. July 7th. Awesome. It's going to be so much fun. Taylor Swift, her reputation tour, July 7th, Ohio Stadium. It's going to be fantastic, and we will see you there. The Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast is hosted by Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. Executive producers, Aaron Thomas and Jordan Fair. Producer, intern Mike. Thanks to our special guests, Aaron Thomas, Andrea Stevenson, and Chris North. And remember, listen to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger on iTunes and wherever else you listen to your podcast. <laughs>